Broad, spare time is hard enough to come by. Don't spend the precious few moments of free time you have each night scrambling in the kitchen, trying to whip up something fabulous between searching for a recipe, prep, cooking, dishes. That's two hours of your night every night. Let our sponsor of today's episode, HelloFresh, take some of the work off your hands so you can still eat good and enjoy your downtime. HelloFresh helps you out by taking care of a lot of work. Like the hardest part is picking out what you want to eat from their menu. They have 30 different weekly meals. They're all delicious. But once you decide, they handle everything. They send you pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients and easy to follow recipe cards right to your door. All you need is a few minutes and the restaurant quality meals are ready to eat on the table. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty16 and use code Chatty16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Chatty16 to get 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts when you sign up for HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, Broads, we... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We just spent literally a half an hour troubleshooting the most ridiculous... Set up maybe ever. Listen, Becca is a building in Mendocino. She is committed. She is coming from a car attempting to get Wi Fi. Dude, here's the thing though. Like, I should have known better when two fucking hippies who <laughs> like live in the middle of nowhere, they told me, I'm like, you guys have Wi Fi? They're like, no, it's fine. We just use the our hotspot. And I'm like, oh, it's good for Zoom calls. They're like, it's great. Like, you're like, you it's told amazing. Me. You told and I'm me. like, sick. All right. <laughs> We're going to be good. But like, I actually have been surprised because we are in the middle of nowhere and I've been able to like upload like, you know, Instagram videos and stuff like zero problem. Right. And I've had like pretty good service for phone calls. So I wasn't actually expecting any technical difficulties, but you know, expect the unexpected right now. I don't know if my mouth is moving along with my voice, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And you know what? Here's the thing. We're here. And if, video, you're, I mean. and if you're watching via video, you know what? It might be a little shoddy, but this is just, part. this is organic. This is part of the experience. Well, and your video is going to be amazing. Mine'll your be... facial expressions are going to be Oh, wait, which way is the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Mine will be great, but next week we'll be back in business. Yeah. But for right now, we appreciate the patience with the video and maybe even the audio. Who knows what's going to happen with this, but... Oh my God, don't say that. Stop. Sorry, sorry. I'm knocking on wood. I'm I'm knocking on wood. (laughs) Stop. Has Mercury in retrograde began yet? Yeah, it began obviously like a week ago. Hence, you know... I thought it was like, I thought it was like, like in the last couple days. No. Something like, like that yesterday or something. Something like that. But it's like feels like it's always Mercury in retrograde these days. Um, it really does. But tomorrow, you know, the bros will be recording as normal or or their episode will be up as normal. And then also Tuesday, they are doing a special episode with Jessica Lanyadu and she will be um, reading their charts and that will not and let me tell you i listened to the episode and you do not want to miss this Ah! 
I cried numerous times. Are you serious? For both of our men's. Yeah. Are you serious? I did. Oh I got all sorts of emotional listening to it. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what else feels like it was in Mercury Retrograde? This finale episode part one. Oh. It was oh. disastrous to say the least. Also, um, <sighs> when Jesse Palmer started the episode by saying that this is going to be the most talked about finale, well, I'm like, I, Maybe next you week know. is that is that what it's going to be? Because this yeah, one, I mean, no. there were definitely some some hot points that I would like to address. But like in general, this, I knew he was lying. That man is lying. That man it's lies not. through his teeth. He also at the very <laughs> end of the episode promised that next week there is going to be an interactive audience thing happening that's going to change everyone's lives. And I'm like, is this champagne virgin app part two? Like, what are you? Yes. What, no, that's what I was going to say. It's an ad. What are you talking about, sir? That has to be an ad. Interactive audience. Is the audience going to choose The Bachelor? Because that would be that exciting. That would be <laughs> sick. I know. Or who ends up with Rachel or some bullshit like that. <laughs> the um, audience gets to decide. <laughs> do they stay together? Yes or no? And then they have to do what the audience votes on. Part of your contract. It's probably going to be like... Everyone, download the ABC app and you can choose which app, what show you want to record from your personal device. I have a feeling it's going to be some bullshit It'll like literally that. be like, he'll come up on screen and it'll be like, so just like how they didn't show us the Rose finale, he's going to be like, so we didn't, we're not going to show you the finale uh, uh, engagements for either of these women. You're going to have to download the ABC app, interactive audience and this is the future, the app. So you get to find out how the show ends Christ. via the app. You know what I want to say via the interactive app? And I want to know what your thoughts are, are on this. I personally absolutely hated Rachel and Gabby watching watching them watching this back live because it was a total fucking tell. It was a full giveaway. I'm so glad you mentioned this. I was watching them in the little, first of all, if Rachel is currently with on the screen, we don't need to see her in the thumbnail. If she if Rachel is currently with someone, then she's a very good actress because her face throughout this finale in the thumbnail and also at the very end where they're standing there and they say goodbye. She could not have looked more upset. I know. I thought that too. Gab yeah, no, I, I know. I know. I could, yes, yes to every single part of that because Rachel was, yes, clearly with no one and Gabby is clearly with Eric. Yes, because when he was on screen, she kept smiling and it was and like, like there would be conflict and then she's like giggling to Rachel and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I know. I'm like, please just show the audience. Please yes. show the audience. Give us if especially since this finale part two isn't airing the next day. It's like a week in between. Yes. I guess you never know what happens in a week though, Becca. Breakups that could is, happen in a week. That is true. But yeah, no, she was just grinning. And then even in the part where he's saying he's not ready for an engagement, she's like, ha 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 to Rachel. And I was just I was so peeved by that whole live watching experience although they both looked gorgeous i love whatever they did with gabby's hair i don't know what kind of curly extension situation they have going on but it looks good gabby's dress so. was a 10 a 10 oh yeah so I, cute i need it this is my new year's eve vision board that's what's gonna happen Dude, lord knows i'll be just I... in my house celebrating alone but it's gonna be on my vision board <laughs> 
dude and again like i can't even though rachel it's just like i don't know uh, supposedly carrie doesn't have it out for her but why i'm like why is she in this like i don't know you could get that dress at freaking and literally any store ever it was just like a plain black dress it was just yeah it was just very like simple in comparison to gabby's and i was maybe hoping for you know how they were dressing uh when Tasha and caitlin were hosting yeah and they would have outfits that really complemented each other yeah i was hoping we were gonna have like a complimentary outfit situation like i would have demanded if i was rachel i would have been like gabby's in that sparkle dress you're putting me in a head-to-toe sparkle suit (laughs) the lapels (laughs) diamonds everywhere everywhere <laughs> i mean it just felt very like you know indicative of how the re- it, it, it was very symbolic i feel like for how the rest of the season is going to go for rachel sadly uh so what, what are your thoughts about this because there's a lot with rachel i say it, we go over all of rachel first and then hit gabby yeah that i mean what i mean honestly even if we started with gabby even 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 i thought this was interesting wait i just want i do want to talk about this real quick did you feel like eric's hometown with her family literally wasn't about eric at all like i felt like we didn't really see him with the family very much no i i want to i definitely want to get into that okay okay and obviously yeah and even the whole like him not ready to be engaged thing just seems like them really stretching for drama I have thought I have thoughts on their conversation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, let's get into Rachel. Let's um, get into Rachel. Okay, so we start the episode with Zach pulling Rachel oh, aside. God. Now, <sighs> this whole interaction, yeah, was very. It seemed pretty clear to me. That we had two people looking at each other who for the past six weeks really thought they knew each other and absolutely don't know each other. Because even the way that they were like having the conversation where he was all of a sudden saying like, I don't feel like I saw the real Rachel. I saw the bachelorette Rachel. And she's kind of looking at him blankly. Yeah. Like maybe you did get the real Rachel and the real Rachel isn't as into you as you thought. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt like his description of that was pretty spot on. Like, I felt like Rachel was very open with from what we saw and like what we know of Rachel through the screen. I felt like she was pretty open with Zach throughout the entire process. I really think that she probably did in the overnights just put a wall up because she did realize after the two overnights with the other guys, she had a stronger connection with the other dudes. The minute where the minute that push kind of came to shove and the doors closed and like I do feel feel like a, a, a switch probably got flipped i feel like that description was accurate well for personally. sure i just think that like but that's also her like right it's like it's her just deciding that you're she's not as into you as maybe she thought she was or at least in comparison to the other men i don't know though but i but the way that she acted that mo- the next morning and like it was like very Stepford Wives. True, like, true. You true. know, like it was like, uh-huh, no, Zach. It was ding, ding, ding. Like she was like smiling really big. And I personally, I felt like it was very like in that morning, not after seeing it felt very put on because I, and I don't, I don't 
like necessarily blame her for that because I do think that it was just like they both said when they apologized to each other like a very awkward situation to navigate but I did feel like she was putting on a little bit of that pasted on persona because she wasn't quite sure how to handle that situation with him right well even when she said too that when he was like opening up to her saying you know I wanted to be the person for you and as soon as we got into the fantasy suite it was like we could see that it wasn't the yeah. right thing. And she brought up then the age. And then she said that she was just trying to get clarity. Um, I don't believe that. I, I What I then kind of started to think about was like, you know, when you know you're not into the yes. person, but yes. you're like, but this person I should be into, but I'm not. And you're trying yes. to find any reason to tell yourself any flaw, any flaw to be like, OK, I'm going to lock onto this. And so it clearly yeah. seems like that age yeah. was the thing that it was like, well, I can lock onto that and be like, this is why I'm not why I'm not going to be with you. Because even I just, though it wasn't even a thing, it wasn't <laughs> it even was a thing. Terrible but thing I was just flooded by memories thinking about like this one specific oh, yeah. guy who I had dated casually and it was like. I kind of got the ick from him and yeah. after dating him for a little while and I was like trying to convince myself that it was right oh, yeah. because he was a good guy. Oh, yeah. But then I was giving myself oh, yeah. any little nugget oh, yeah. to be like, Anything. oh, we're not going to work like down to his music choices. I was just processing. Oh, definitely. Instead of just, oh, you're trying to find anything. You're like, it's like with a, ugh, you know what? It's the opposite of when you find a guy that's bad for you yes. and you're trying to find like any nugget of reason yes. why they're good for you. You're taking any excuse like, well, he also really like, he also loves gardening. Like, I really <laughs> think we're, we're compatible, totally. you know, or whatever. A like it's the opposite percent. of that where you're like, I don't know. He uses soy milk creamer instead of a whole milk so like i just don't know if it's gonna work out a thousand us. percent yeah, and it's just sure. then you not being candid with yourself and being like all right i'm just this isn't the person for me and that's okay i don't need to have a specific reason but i do need to be honest okay broads quick pause so in my opinion if there's one room in your house that no expenses should be spared on it's your bedroom you spend a ton of time there after all right the most time to turn your bedroom from the space you dream in to the space you've always dreamed of all you need is a little help from our friends at Article. Okay, let's just cut right to it. Shopping for furniture can be a huge pain. You're either spending hours scouring the internet or you're trying your luck at in-person shopping. Good luck finding anything in stock. And then, of course, there's the cost to ship things. Ugh, it's awful. That can be 16 months, $5,000. No thanks. But Article. Article is making furniture and home decor shopping fun again. When you shop on Article, you'll be browsing super curated thoughtful collections online that make it feel like you're shopping in a high-end home boutique from your couch. And because Article's team of designers focus on just a few modern aesthetics, it's really easy to piece together gorgeous spaces that work together seamlessly. Once you find all the things you love, you won't have to wait a million years to love them in your own home because all in-stock pieces on Article are delivered in just two weeks or less, and the shipping is even free on orders over $999. And we save the best detail for last... You're going to save money when you shop on Article because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. You can expect to save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. So go ahead and get to work designing your dream bedroom today. And Article's offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash chatty for 50 bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more. 
Okay, I know I'm about to sound like such a mom, but you know what? I am a mom, so that's okay. I took my daughter to her first day back at school a few weeks ago, and like all parents, the first week of school, I spent part of the afternoon thinking they grow up so fast. I want to make sure I have all the wonderful photos of our family now and forever. And thanks to FrameBridge, it's actually super easy to do that. I love FrameBridge. I have used them countless times. They make it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things. And you never have to leave the house. You can add a gallery wall to your home office. You can, you know, get an easy foolproof gift for any family member or loved one, especially with the holidays coming up. This is a gift that doesn't miss. From art prints and posters to the photos sitting on your phone, you can frame bridge just about anything. I always talk about how one of my favorite times I've ever used Framebridge. I was hanging out with my grandma and um, I got some great photos of her with the kids. And I literally, after taking the photos, like went and hid in the bathroom for like three minutes. I uploaded my photos to Framebridge and then they shipped her the framed, pr the framed prints of those photos the exact same week. I even had like a really special message on the mat matting of the print and it was just it was perfect anyway i love framebridge also if you need design advice they have a team of talented designers that are right there to help answer all your questions once you've made your selection leave the rest of it up to framebridge the team will get to work custom framing your piece and will deliver it right to your door ready to hang and instead of the hundreds of dollars you would typically pay at a framing store framebridge prices start at just 39 dollars, and all of the shipping is free plus you'll get 15 percent off your first order as a chatty broads listener get started today Today, frame your photos, send someone the perfect gift, go to framebridge.com, use promo code chattybroads. You can save an additional 15% off your first order. I've used this code. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code chattybroads, framebridge.com, promo code chattybroads. Well, and, and honestly, like I am kind of like the underdog Rachel fan just because I don't feel like she's begin, been getting a lot of love this season. But I was like a really pretty disappointed in her like multiple times this episode, like when she went back to the guys and was did that whole little speech of like, for someone to question my character, it was like, all right, no, like, I'm sorry. That was no. when it's like, like but I mean, well, first and of the all, other guys are then like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. Well, and Zach is not happy leaving. And I no. was just thinking the whole time, I'm like, to be a fly on the wall in the conversation once he said they got behind the ca like, you know, the cameras turned off and he said it was immediately like palpably uncomfortable. I'm like, what oh I would God. pay to see oh, yeah. <laughs> what transpired. Obviously, Jesse was oh, yeah. really digging for that at, at uh, later in the episode. But um, I mean, Zach, when Zach left... Zach gave the most clear bachelor exit speech I think I might have ever seen. Yeah. And to be honest, like I believed every part of it. Like I, I, I like Zach because even though, you know, he may be a little plain yogurt, mm -hmm. he is not put on in my opinion. You know what I mean? Oh, like I don't, I don't, I never feel like he's putting anything on and I like that. I fully believe him. I'm not saying the speech yeah. was, I'm not saying the speech was fake. Oh yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree with you. I'm saying that was like, I'm like, it was so bachelor, so bachelor edit ish. It was almost like the interns like put together 
some notes for oh, him yes. like make sure you hit these <laughs> points it, may, it also makes me wonder how big of a fan he is of the show because again yeah. not that i don't think he's sincere but i was like oh these are like the bachelor hot points and you are hitting them my friend you're saying all the things the taglines are that- being written by themselves well, and to that point, I think that Rachel kind of gave him the perfect exit for that totally. scenario, though. Also, he was totally. kind of like axed out of nowhere. He did nothing wrong. And I have to say, to skip to when he's on stage with her, yeah. I personally didn't feel like he owed her any apology. That's just my opinion. But the way that he handled it was super gracious and it made her feel super, I think, like, like I don't know. I just felt like it was the both of them like apologizing to each other, even though I think she could have been a little more self-aware and probably owned up the, to the fact that she just wasn't that into him and she was just like looking for something. I kind of would appreciate would have appreciated a little more acknowledgement of that. But maybe she doesn't even realize that. All that being said, I was like, wow, this could not be a more dramaless like interaction between well, the two of them. Well, that I fully agree with you on all the points. And to that point of it being dramaless, Jesse, you know, was so disappointed that it was <laughs> an explosive because Zach left and he was upset. He, he could have, yeah. He could have popped off or it could have been one of those things where he went up on stage and never made eye contact with her and was just looking at Jesse and, and still frustrated after watching it on the screen. And he yes. came, sat down, like both of them were interacting kindly with each other to the point where then Jesse, his quote, did anything nefarious or crazy <laughs> happen behind those closed doors? Jesse was just like, give me goddamn something. <laughs> please, people, please. We yeah. need the clips. <laughs> well, the funny thing is like, um, uh, the, the, the interesting thing and the thing I don't like about doing the two bachelorettes with this finale is that normally, you know, just they get the man in the hot seat by themselves before having them talk to the bachelorette or bachelor. And sometimes the host can kind of like pull out a little more, you know, have them say something that's maybe accidentally not as gracious. And then when they bring up the bachelor bachelorette, you know, they'll be like, you know, two minutes ago, you just said, you know, that you felt like she could have handled things better. Like, you know, like there's that. And and while the bachelorette or bachelor is watching like in the, in the back of the set or whatever, and they didn't have the time to do that. I know because there's like twice as many people. So I, I was kind of missing out on that aspect. Yeah, no, but. that's true. That's true. I was wondering what felt off. And I yeah, feel like you nailed would it. Have, yeah, we would have heard from Avon individually. We would have heard from Zach individually. We would have like had them. Oh, are we just not going to hear from Jason? Or do you think that's going to be next week? I have a feeling that we're not going to hear from Jason. What the fuck? Even though, did you see what Jason posted on Instagram? Yeah, you or someone else sent it to me, I think. It was a very sweet post about yeah the situation between uh him and gabby and it was like a very sad lovely farewell to be honest which also made me lose hope that he comes back in the end (laughs) yeah i don't think that's happening i think she is very happy with (sighs) eric which honestly like i don't know i'm sort of (sighs) Okay, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um, okay. But so, yeah. oh, I will say this as well. Um, at the very as it wrapped, Jesse asked, you know, Rachel or no Zach, do you have any regrets? 
And Zach mm. was basically like, I don't have any regrets. And then he asked Rachel if she has any regrets in their relationship. And she kind of sidestepped the question <laughs> and just, just kind of complimented, complimented Zach. And then as the final words were happening, oh, Zach put his hand on Rachel's leg for a second. And if you watch it back, she physically <gasps> removes his hand while <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? <laughs> I rewound and watched it like four times. I'm like, am I missing something? Removes oh, the hand. I was like, mine. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> also, though, Zach, like you guys aren't together. Like, don't do the, the leg grab. You know what I mean? Oh, Ugh. my. Yeah, that's a little inappropriate if you're not. Yeah, you're not together. It's like, we're not slipping back into old habits here, buddy. But yeah, she knows she physically removed and she kind of (sighs) like tapped his hand and then kind of (laughs) like took it off. Oh, that is so embarrassing for him. Well, that's Zach. I don't, I don't know. Do you feel like, I feel like Avon, after this, Avon's got to be the bachelor. I sure as hell hope so. I think he'd be, I mean, should we just get into Avon? Let's get into Avon. Okay. I just feel like there could be, there could not be more of like a man. Like when he was meeting her family, I was, I just felt like he was, he's so sure of himself, yes. but not cocky. Yes. Same with just being confident, but not like self absorbed. He, um, I don't know. Like one of the first things that obviously Rachel was giddy to introduce her, introduce him to the family. Mm -hmm. She was just beaming. So excited. Her dad asked, you know, like, what do you love about her? And I loved that The first thing he said was like, we share the same values, you know, like I just felt like he was killing it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When he will also her level of giddiness. And we find out later from her, that she was like, he was the one I saw myself with, which it was surprising to me because, you know, she had told Tino, I love you. And we all thought that it was Tino, but seeing how she was when she introduced Avon to the family, I was like, Oh, I think Avon was the one that she was the most locked into. Also, I saw people making memes of like her face while watching the all of the drama back with Avon. And you could tell she was like, I did not fucking handle this the way that I should have. And I really fucked this up. And honestly, <sighs> Jess, her fucking friends are no friends of mine. I would be. Well, OK, no, not no friends of mine, but I think. They They're not got, my friends right now. But they knew what Rachel wanted. Yeah. And it, it was, was going to come out one way or another. And it was clear what Rachel wanted. Sure. No, but you're right. I you're think right. It, it, was, yeah. it, it seemed very clear her whole family knew that what Rachel wants walking away from this is an engagement. And that was the whole room was obsessed with the idea of will there be an engagement at the end of this? And I was mm-hmm. I was noting that I'm like, I can't remember the last time that I saw on screen a Leeds family 
like not being more questioning about like the actual process and the guy like are you sure like are you sure you're like no our girl needs to come home with a ring on her finger because right. that's what she wants it's it's right. typically a little bit like the leads like no i promise i'm ready and he's the guy or or she's the woman right. or whatever and it's like no they were like they weren't like are you ready it's like so are you going to get engaged or no yeah, are you gonna get down on one knee because that's what rachel wants and yeah. when Avon was having that conversation... But you're right. It is what she wanted. It, like, it clearly is what she wanted. So they were on the money with that. Well, okay. So when the friends had the conversation with Avon, um, I remember when on the boat, Rachel asked Avon, are you ready to get engaged? And he did say yes. So when the friends right. did ask uh, Avon are you ready to get engaged to Rachel? He said that he's, you know, that family or ha what he's seen with his family and divorce that basically like it's extremely, um, it's a very important thing and it's a big thing. So he wants to make sure that it's perfect, but he does want to be with Rachel and get married and have children and all this stuff. But like maybe not, he's not 100% sure if at the end of this, he's ready to get engaged in that moment to her, but he wants to be with her for the rest of his life. Right. And then when he talks to Rachel later, he said at that conversation on the boat was like, I am ready to get engaged I'm in I'm general. at a place in my life. I'm at a place in my life where I'm ready for an engagement. And to be like honest... I'm ready to make the commitment. That made perfect sense to me. Made perfect sense to made me, Made perfect too. sense to me. But I am wondering, like, it did... She did make it sound like it was something they talked about in the fantasy suites. And I do have to say... And, it, and he did, at some point in the conversation... <laughs> I don't have my notes in front of me, but basically he said something to the effect of like he was apologizing and he thought that he would have like enough. He thought he might have enough time to get there by right. the end of the process. So it did sort of sound I did get the impression to her credit that he had made it seem earlier on if it was a conversation behind closed doors that he would be ready to propose to her at the end of this. It mm -hmm. did seem like that was something that was said at some point. So I I can understand that disappointment of being like, I thought you said, you know, I was under the impression when you said you were ready to get engaged that you could do this to me at the end of this process. A hundred percent. And I think he, I think he did uh, in their conversation later, I know I'm jumping ahead, we'll get there. But in their conversation yeah. later, I felt like he fully owned up to if there was mm -hmm. that, that, uh, behind closed doors or even if there wasn't and it was just the boat conversation that it was like okay maybe I didn't make it clear enough or I didn't ask you what you needed or expected out of this yeah but yeah his yeah, yeah. his process I mean when he was in front of the family and then moving into then his conversation with Rachel I just felt like Avon was so so honest and direct, yeah. but then also gentle. And it's clear, it's very clear to me that he was like absolutely like wildly in love with Rachel. But it yeah. was just the realism of, again, maybe having spent now at this point four days worth of time together. And again, mm -hmm. knowing the implications, being a child of divorce, I can at mm -hmm. least, I, again, I can only speak to my own experience with that but like after watching my parents get divorced you better believe that i had some serious thoughts about engagement and marriage mm -hmm. 
and how intense that is and maybe wanting to not just hop into something like that. Um, but yeah, also it just doesn't fucking matter. Like what the fuck is an engagement anyway? Also, someone pointed out to me that in the last few years, I thought this was really interesting. In the last few years, apparently like all of the couples who just dated after the show, they're the ones that are work. still together. Uh-huh. And then what, and like all of the ones who got engaged on the show are broken up. Well, Evan was asking me uh, earlier and I was like, I sure don't know. He was like, do they really just get way less or did they really just get way less time this season? Because Mm. we've never seen so many contestants be like, I'm not ready to get married all of a sudden at the end. So it's that is true. It was it. Is it factored in that they maybe got less time? The fact that they started out like the first three episodes between two women and you're maybe not getting to know one specific person as well. That's true. But that's true. it, It definitely seems like oh there's never been a situation where this many people were like i am not ready yeah the only person like ready at this point is like fucking idiot tino (laughs) who is just ready to say or do anything he can to get her approval or anyone else's approval that's adjacent to her well and i feel Um, like that was a sharp contrast in their um their meetings of the family is that Avon, though it wasn't the easy route, was honest. Yeah. And he didn't just say, and he said that later to Rachel, even in their one-on-one conversation. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna just tell you what you want to hear because I love you. Yep. I'm gonna yep. be honest with you because I love you. Yep. 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 Well, okay, so look, they have their little she basically comes to him and after you know, the they friends, have their whole argument. After yeah. the friends tell her which I was on the floor during this conversation. I also feel like there was maybe a little much champagne consumed. That's a little bit of the vibe I was oh, getting. We saw them throwing it back, girl. We I saw glasses being sipped. I saw numerous <laughs> being tossed down throats. And I'm like, I think we've all had a little bit of champagne at this point. A little bit of liquid courage up in here. Because... Oh they were like, yeah. guess what? Guess what oh. he said? <laughs> and Girl, Rachel, he is not here for the right reasons. <laughs> and Rachel is <laughs> aghast. So yes, she is itching to have this conversation with Avon and takes him outside. I mean, the conversation wasn't as dramatic as I thought it would be, to be honest. Like, with the clips that we saw, I thought it was really going to get wild. And and ultimately, I was surprised that the conversation came to an eventual close and they kind of just, like, had a, you know, they, they kind of, it was not, no big blow up or anyone storming out or anything like that. Yeah, it was just... <sighs> <laughs> it was just a conversation <laughs> where I felt like we saw Rachel... I'm not saying that she wasn't um, by no means am I saying that she wasn't upset about the fact that she thought she knew exactly where Avon was at, but it was a lot of them referring back to like, I told my family, I told my family and, and then Avon is by the way, just he's sharing the fact that he says, well, first of all, there's another guy. Yeah. We got to remember, there's also still someone else left. Yeah. And 
But then she's saying, I want everyone in, I want everyone in that room to be confident. Everyone in the room to be confident and still have, and less of the focus about their relationship to me in that conversation. What I was hearing a lot from her is like, but I told them and they had these expectations and I want them, I wanted them to walk away feeling confident that you were the one for me, which I get having the, the affirmation of your family. That was interesting I also, to me. I also wonder if like she's the type of person who just thinks it's like silly and t- like when people don't leave the show engaged. I wonder if she's one of those people who's like, that's the purpose of the show. And I wonder <laughs> now that she's kind of facing it head on. It's kind of like, I don't want to be one of those people. I don't know. This is the other thing. The, obviously, we're going to have a I mean, we might as well just get into this because the other thing is the, an engagement. I'm sorry. It means virtually nothing especially on the show sure it means that okay it doesn't mean virtually nothing it means that someone wants to get married to you but it's simply a declaration that the person wants to get married to you i know so many people who have broken off engagements who you know who have like whatever it uh, obviously we've seen a bazillion people on the show break off their engagements and not end up together like i guess it does show this deeper commitment to want to be married but i don't really think it's purely i don't know it's like purely a symbolic gesture and you're going to go through the exact same relationship shit after you get engaged it does not change the actual dynamics of your relationship whatsoever mm-hmm. whatsoever mm-hmm. doesn't change anything about your relationship that's what was like okay so she said i want to get engaged and it's totally i mean that's her prerogative if that's what she wants sure. at the end of this then an engagement perhaps you shall have but at to what, but what ex- the fuck is an engagement? You know, it's like, expense. oh, you can get engaged to Tino. Exactly. To what expense? Like you're going <laughs> right. to, you're, 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 you're losing a man who is so wonderful and yeah. is honest and is so, is so in love with you. And in their conversation, when he was telling her like, you know, I'm sorry, like, I, I just, I care about you so much and I'm just trying to be real with you. And she was like, but what if what I want is to get engaged? To future leads of this show, if you find someone you are in love with and they don't want to in- get engaged, maybe consider <laughs> the non-engagement as an option. I know, that's interesting. When she said that, she was like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, that's what I want. Okay, broads, one more quick pause. So if you're a wine drinker and at this moment you're currently winding down at the end of the night drinking a glass of wine, but you're still sticking to your favorites, the same old two or three bottles of wine that you know you like, well, consider this your sign to mix it up. Try something new. I know. I know finding new wines can be tough. There are like a million different options to choose from. And who really knows the difference between all the varieties of the grapes, right? Well, I'll tell you who knows. And that's First Leaf Wine Club. First Leaf is a totally new type of wine club that makes it really easy to discover wines that you will actually love instead of wandering aimlessly up and down the wine aisle in the grocery store you're probably picking things out based on the label. No, instead, with um, First Leaf, in each delivery, you're going to rate the bottles with a simple thumbs up or thumbs down, and then they'll get to know your taste. So as the deliveries continue, you get more and more personalized wine selections. Okay, so this is the wild part, Broads. First Leaf is actually able to recommend a bottle of wine you'll love with 96% accuracy, 
which when I first heard that, I was kind of like, are you sure? I'm pretty picky, but no, they really have sent me so many amazing bottles that I never would have picked out on my own. And if you happen to get a bottle you're not in love with, First Leaf will credit your account for another. It's that simple. I've discovered so many amazing new wine varieties from First Leaf that are now my favorite wines ever. Sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash chatty. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. You're going to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. We don't want to sound like we're lecturing you all, but you only get one body, which means you should really do everything in your power to take care of it, right? In my opinion, the best way to take care of your body properly is by getting the most comprehensive understanding of your health so you know what steps you need to take now or might need to take in the future. And if you're thinking that sounds like a lot of work, Jess, well... Let me tell you about Everly Well, because Everly Well is making taking care of your health easy for everyone. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you at an affordable and transparent price. Okay, so they have over 30 at-home lab tests. You could dive into virtually any aspect of your health. They got stress um, stress hormone levels tests, um, STI tests, pretty much anything else you've ever wanted to know about your health and wellness. You can get the answers all from the comfort of your own home with Everly Well. Just pick out the test you want. They're going to ship you everything you need. You um, collect your sample through their instructions. It's really easy. I've done it multiple times before. And then you mail everything back using the prepaid shipping label. The tests are sent straight to a certified lab. And in just a few days, your physician-reviewed results are available on your phone or device. Uh, when I took my tests from Everly Well, I loved it because as soon as I got my results, I could share them with my physician right away. And it was easy to discuss my next steps the same day. I was shocked at how easy it was. And for listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash chatty. That's everlywell.com slash chatty for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash chatty. But yeah, I mean, I, I was just... I was just so bummed out watching this. Because you saw Avon's face of like, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not ready to get engaged. Like, I want yeah. to be with you so badly. And when they were having their conversation later where he was like, I want to get his when we get out of here, like and get to know each other better. Like, I want to get married. I want to have, you know, two or four babies, whatever. However many children you want. Like, I want that with you. And then there was a moment when she went to see him later that really stu uh, stuck, stuck out in my mind, which was she told him that if they had met each other on the outside, it would 100% be him. But because of this situation, oh my God. she knows exactly what she wants. And that's where I'm like, I couldn't shake it. I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? That's where I was a little <laughs> bit like, oh my God, what is this like for her to watch back? When he said like, I want to, I want to fight for this. I want to fight for our relationship. And she's just like, it would have, it would have been you for sure. But I'm not willing to compromise. This is ultimately is an engagement. By, I do think this was also super hyped up by producers. I really do. I think producers, I do, I do not believe 
I do not believe that any portion of production did not have the attention, the intention to make Rachel the villain of her own season. I don't believe for a second that they didn't have it out for her. I, even though she's done some stupid things, I thought that this was really stupid. I do really believe that she was pushed and prodded and like, yeah, girl, don't compromise on what's important to you. Don't give up. Don't settle for less than what you deserve. I have a feeling that that was very ground into her. It would. I mean, that honestly would make sense to why she was sticking so hard for like the engagement to the point that she was willing to in her and Avon's conversation while he's telling her how much she loves him for her to just stop and say it's over. It was all over the place. I, as a viewer, I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, what in God's name, what are what am I missing? He's the one for you. You're saying on the outside, he's 100 percent the guy like, oh, my God, do not miss out on an opportunity for the love of your life just for a I, ring. I am guessing once again that producers knew whatever happened with Tino was going to end up being a shit show because Tino is a mess. And uh, my guess is, is that behind the scenes, they're saying, girl, you go get your man. It's you and Tino against the world. He is ready. He is a real man who is ready to commit to you now. He is so in love with you. I just feel like that's what was going on. And so they're like, you know what? You're on to something better now. Like you can just fully dedicate all your attention and get ready for that engagement to to, to Tino. I really think that's what was going totally. on. Totally. Now. And they're like, you're such a you're being such a you're being such a power boss, babe, by just telling him you're done. <laughs> you, you tell him that it is over, that if, if there is not <laughs> yes. a ring on your finger, you are walking right out that door. You deserve and you are better. suing him. <laughs> and, so, and somehow you're suing him. Somehow this is what's <laughs> happening. Now, with Avon's hot seat. Becca? Yeah. I'm sweating right now out of pure love for Avon. I am. Yeah, he's an angel. He, when he was in that hot seat. Oh gosh, there's a bee in Becca's car. There's a bee in Becca's car. <laughs> Don't move. Are you allergic? No, I'm not. Thank God. Okay. But I still don't want to get stung. No, I don't want that for you either. Like, what are you doing in here? Get out. Thankfully, it's not a wasp. It's just a honeybee. Okay, so anyway. Okay. Just pollinating around in your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? There's nothing in here for you. Okay, anyway. Um, when Just my juicy blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when what? Um, when Avon was in his hot seat. Typically, when we see someone come out and they're like top two and they had a hard breakup. We see someone sit down and partially address the lead and have their moments of like, would you like to say something to the lead? And they say something and then they refer back to the host. But then they do a lot of referring to the audience. And I'm not saying in an intentional bachelor or bachelorette edit way, but it's a little bit like, yes, everyone, this is what I meant when I said this. And this is how oh, I right. feel. Clarifying. never took his eyes off Rachel. That is so true. Every moment that Jesse asked him a question, Avon did not respond to Jesse or the audience. He directed immediately to Rachel and explained his thought process or how he felt. 
he kept his eyes locked on that woman and my heart was a flutter. Like I still think that they're a good match. I really do. Like I know people would probably be like, Avon, you deserve better, whatever. But I, I just think that like Rachel's really like easily emotionally I mean we all know those couples where one person can get all worked up and get in a tizzy over everything you know be like I can't believe that he said that to me and then meanwhile the other one's being like it's all right breathe talking you him mean off when the cliff, when she you know? asked why he was yelling at her and he was speaking in a completely normal voice just yes. filled and with he- <laughs> explanation and love for her and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's like, oh I, I don't know. I, I, I know some people would disagree with me, but I really do think that they could work in the real world. I actually do. I, to be honest with you, I was half expecting there to be a moment where I was like, is anything going to happen? But she seemed pretty like, no to me. I think she's fucking over all of this. Shit. <laughs> she's like, get me off the screen. I can't do this anymore. Because remember, Jesse said, do you have any what ifs? And Rachel was just like, you can't live with what ifs. Like I knew what I wanted. And Avon yeah. was like, yeah, I have a lot. Of, like, I mean, I process a lot of what happened because I love Rachel so much. And yeah, I think about it for sure. And I love that because you know what, too? Another another moment of my absolute adoration of Avon is Rachel said, I don't have the what ifs. And he then came he after said, Rachel do. and was vulnerable yeah. enough to say, yeah, I do. Yeah, he could have. I can. I guarantee most all those other guys on this show, if then the lead would have said, "I don't like, have." Yeah, me neither. Yeah, they would have been like, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, no, I no, I I I love her and everything, but like I've moved on. No, Avon sat yeah. in that vulnerability and was like, "Yeah, I think about it." I loved her. Yeah, I love him. I, love I would him love for him to so be the Bachelor, much. and I really wouldn't hate for them to get back together. Like, I do want her to have. At the end of the day, even though I'm, I don't love all of her choices yep. and ways of moving about the experience. I do want her to find like her guy and be head over heels in love. You know, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. We love to see the love at the end, you know. Wow, we couldn't be more wrong saying that Zach was like her her final guy, like all the way. I know. Goes to show you, I don't know any spoilers. <laughs> I was like, he's oh. the one that's going to be the guy for her. For sure. I believed it too. Well, it looks like my pick, Tino, is at least going to be the last man standing. Yeah, man. You really nailed that I mean, one. Her time with the parent, his time with the parents, by the way, to, to move on to that. Yes, um, let's move on. It was fine and went well because again he was just saying literally anything i'm i'm gonna be committed to your daughter forever she can she's i'm gonna make your daughter oh no i think he said i'm gonna make your daughter happy forever what are we seven years old question what was the vibe when he first came in man Uh, i mean i know she Uh i know rachel walked in and was like Hey everyone, I'm in a bad mood because of what happened <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm not coming in here in the best spirit. And then she immediately afterwards was like, also, Tino's family hated me. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Tino is walking in here into, into some heat, man, compared to the Avon intro, which was like, he's oh, amazing. Yeah. I adore him. He's oh, incredible. Yeah. And then Tino, oh, yeah. it was just like, I'm in a bad mood and Tino's family hates me. And his oh, yeah. her parents were like, um, so... When you say that, like, do they hate you or the process <laughs> or like what? Um, hard to say. 
Hard to say. By the way, that cracked me up. Tino, of course, talking to her dad again. He's like, what about your family? Whatever. He's like, well, they're going to love her because I love her. So they got to. And I'm like, that's not how that works. (laughs) And you know it, too. (gasps) Wait, wait. This is also something I I'm glad I remembered this. Another interesting thing was, oh, I trapped the bee in a can. I didn't want to kill it, but I just felt like, you know, recording priority. It just got out. Oh, no. Please don't be mad at me. I I was going to let you out after. Um, uh, I couldn't help but feel like, Tino, go out. Go out, little guy. Be free. Off to the wildflowers, he goes. I could not help feeling like Tino was more honest with her dad than he was with her. Oh, oh, do we, do we finally find out that Tino says the only thing I ever talk to my dad about is sports? <sighs> yeah, maybe this could have got brought up in your conversation with her earlier when we're talking about you and your family's relationship, dingbat. What the fuck? I was like, you're now just being honest with her father who you just like, met. There it is. That's what we were all searching for. Is like, why yeah. do you not like? What's going on? You're like, oh, it's a tough relationship because you guys don't have a relationship outside of conversing about sports. Imagine if you just fucking said that from the get and said, you know, me and my dad, you don't have to get into crazy specifics. Me and my dad really aren't that close. Wish it was better. We only talk about sports. So to be honest, Rachel, like, you know, it's something that's not easy for me either. And we're just going to have to like, you know. He's going to just be in our life in a more removed way. And so that is what it is. Right. Now, it makes me wonder, too, when we see the preview of Rachel being like, are you going to lie to my face again? Like, lie again to my face if there are if there are dynamics that kind of look like that, where, you know, there are things that he hasn't shared with her, a.k.a. like, oh, they're all going to love you. And then it's like, actually, well, my, oh my dad God. and I don't have much of a relationship outside of this. That so then she's going to find out and be like, have you been lying to me? Maybe because he's presenting a very certain version of himself to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or or maybe or maybe the truth is going to come out and he's going to be like, actually, like, I have no idea how my family's going to handle it if you and I come back engaged. Could be something like that, That's too. I'm not sure if I'm ready. This is... I I mean, I... I, I, <laughs> I do think, like, it's going to have something to do with the engagement again, right? It just... I feel like it has to be. Do you think they're going to show Tino and Rachel having a final night together? Because we saw her final night with Avon. We saw Gabby's final night with Eric. We haven't seen Rachel's final night with Tino yeah. But that that preview looked like a post show because we don't know that house. And we now obviously know that it's not the family. Oh, that's true. It's not the families. No, no I guess. You're, oh, yeah. Right. Because he already did the family. Right. Well, maybe it's where. But it could be wherever he's staying at right now. But it looks like all the men are staying in hotel rooms. That's what I'm saying. They had their final nights and the guys mm. are in the hotel rooms. And we didn't see Rachel and Tino's mm. final night. So is there an explosion before then? Or are we just not going to see their final night? Or does it go well? I hope it's post-show. I will say that. I hope it's post-show. I mean, it... What did she look... Did I'd you be shocked if it wasn't. It looks like a, some random house with that pool in the back. Like, where is that? He was dressed casually in that shot, no? Yes. 
What was she dressed like when she was saying, don't lie to me again? Do you remember? Normal clothes? <sighs> I mean, it just kind of looked like, I think it was like a khaki dress type vibe, but it definitely wasn't like a gown. <laughs> That's so her khaki dress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe, though, that's just burned in my memory from other <laughs> outfits. And I'm just. <laughs> it's a khaki trench. It's a khaki it's trench. The trench. Coat. the trench is back. <laughs> Carrie's like, damn it. I told you not to put it on her again. <laughs> I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sure don't know. But when Tino came in, I, I will say I was I was surprised that it ended up going well with the family to be completely honest Me because too. when Tino walked in I was I could barely watch like his energy well first of all he came in obviously with the family feeling the way they were feeling and Rachel feeling the way she was feeling and it was like yeah. dead silent in there which yeah. they also did to Avon when Avon first yeah. came in they let that man talk for like four minutes straight about how happy he is to meet them until they actually like said anything i'm like someone oh, yeah. pick up the ball here and oh help like, and have be have a conversation with the man but tino came in and was just like dead quiet you know when his when rachel's mom was asking questions and being like do you guys have things in common and he just says yeah oh my god and it was just so surprising to me because tino just presents so differently around like the other men and around Rachel. And then all of a sudden in front of the family, it was like this energy of kind of like nervous, but also like a little bit shut down. And so there was also a a little sneaking part of my brain and I could be totally off, but I'm like, is he starting to have questions too? And now he's kind of just running. Is he kind of just running with it? (laughs) Yes, he is. Because he's already committed and he's already said all the things. Yes, he is. That's what it, the energy felt thick of that. Yes. That's exactly what was <sighs> happening. Yes. This is going to be a disaster. It's going to be an absolute shit show. An absolute shit show. So do you think, okay, give me your prediction right now. Do you think, though, that they will get, that she'll get a ring on her finger from Tino come final rose ceremony? <sighs> Man, I say yes. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go. Al- my my like body wants to say he doesn't give her a ring, mm-hmm. but then they have interactions post to the show, maybe mm-hmm. date or whatever. But I can't see Avon backing down and not proposing, even if he doesn't really want to. Right. So I guess, yeah, I, I guess maybe. But there's no way. I'm sorry, but the the face of Rachel, no, again, unless absolutely unless together. Rachel is like is like an Emmy award winning actress who can like she's a poker player, just full poker face throughout the episode. No, they're not engaged anymore. Absolutely not. Right. No, there's no way in hell. There is no way in hell. OK, Um. should we go to should we go to Gabby? Let's go. To, I feel like we can have some discussions. Yes, yeah, the, there are some things I'd like to say, and then before diving into Gabby, mm-hmm. I just have to say to get into the Eric of it all. Um, if you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming at this point you have seen online um, that after we recorded our last episode, that uh, photo of Eric in blackface from his 
high school yearbook has emerged. Now, I don't want to get into a discourse about this without having a black yeah, creator, yeah. someone who whose body was harmed in this. But this franchise, this franchise uh, via declaration with the firing of Chris Harrison, the conversation with Rachel Kirkconnell um, said that they were going to be working with diversity hiring and contestants, that they were also going to really like hone down on uh, background checks and vetting with the contestants moving forward and accountability. Um, so the question is, what are they going to do? There's always going to be something that they can't catch in the casting process, which is like, I don't know, a four week process. It's like, I don't know if they're going to call up classmates and look through the yearbook. I feel like, like what are they going to do now I, I in the sense of of our because do now and then for the future, because horrifically so we live in a nation that's founded on white supremacy, white supremacist past and present. So it's likely that there will be contestants, you know, in the future that have harmful pasts like this. So is the show going to have, you know, a public moment of conversation and accountability next week with their, you know, largely white audience where we have a moment of education. Eric did go on uh, social media and he uh, posted an apology on social media. Obviously, as a white person, it's not my place to receive or not receive the apology. Um, it's not for me. But I will say, um, and I would love to have Meyer Vic on the podcast, but um, I would just highly recommend listeners to check out the Black Chillerettes, they have a Patreon if you subscribe to it. They just put out two episodes um, where they talk about the American origin of blackface, that it's racist and harmful now in 2011, and it always has been. And the conversation about that it's not whether someone's a good or bad person, whether the intentions were harmful or not, whether there's been growth. It's about the fact that the act of blackface is harmful and racist. And that myself personally as a white person needs to have ownership over my past actions, not make excuses, have ownership and accountability, and then continue to move forward in education and accountability of those actions and future actions. Um, so please make sure to subscribe to their Patreon. That's the Black Chlorettes. They're also on social media. Um, would love to have a further discussion about this with Michaela and Victoria. Um, so yes. Okay. So let's continue on with Eric. Um, let's get into recapping just what we saw of Eric on this episode. Um, have a lot of thoughts but before let's let's chat about gabby's family because you were yeah what do you think about gabby's family wait 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 what were you gonna say because i what no at the top you were like you were starting to say that you felt like oh no 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 no! i love gabby's family i mean her aunt is so sweet i love the way that she was affirming gabby and all of her family really stands behind her and is like so supportive of her um no i just felt like i didn't get to see i was very curious about like hearing a lot of like eric talking with her family you know like in the same way as we saw with like avon and um uh Actually, we didn't see a lot from Tina, though, either. Um, and 
I thought it was very sweet to see how much her family supported her in her feelings of insecurity, feeling like, I don't know if I'm lovable. I, you know, I don't know if like, you know, what, what basically processing through all of that. And I thought that was really special. Her aunt was a um, superstar. Oh my gosh. Superstar. Superstar. Oh, yeah. I'm like, can you she sign was awesome. me up for this aunt? <laughs> no, she no was. shade to my aunts, but I'm like, I don't. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Her, her family's great. Yeah. I just was, I just wanted to see, and I think it was necessary. And I was, I thought it was cool to see all of that play out and see what an, what an awesome support system they are for her. I was just curious. I, I was just curious. And I think it's just, is the nature of the game where you have so many people like you have two bachelorettes and all these people on the show and everything going down with whatever's happening next week. I just did want to see a little more of Eric's interactions with her family. That Same. was my only It was thing. kind of the way that I felt about, I'd like to see Tino's interaction with the oh, two yeah. friends. Where was that? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I'm sorry. Um, Avon being his wonderful self interacting versus Tino and how awkward he was. I'm like, I don't feel like the friends would have been like, Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I, oh yeah. <laughs> But, you know, um, I it was the first time that we heard from Grandpa John, which, wow, they really played that up on back in the studio. Um, but they were like, ABC was ready to start pumping out Grandpa John merch or something. I mean, I would not be... Maybe, shooting, that's, maybe that's what the interactive to the portion audience. is next week. <laughs> They're going to be like, someone gets to go on a date with Grandpa John. <laughs> and everyone's... Oh, my God. I would love a date with oh, that man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um... No, what I thought it was interesting, though, like it was the first time that we had actually really heard from Grandpa John since he went on the one on one date with Eric and Gabby. And he was kind of like, oh, he's a shithead or whatever. But he was like, no, I really he was serious. And he was like, I really he essentially said that he put his stamp of approval on the two of them, which I did feel like spoke to something because he spent 10 hours with them. And that was kind of the first we had heard from him and from that experience. He did say that he was like, Oh, remember what did he say about Eric? He was like, "Oh, Eric," and they bleeped him out. And I'm like, "What did he say?" Oh, great, Grandpa. I think John- he said Eric's a shithead. I think he said Eric's a shithead. Yeah, but I like, but I love him anyhow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's what he said. And that was like his opening thing. I think that um, ultimately, though, I was like, "All right, we're actually hearing from Grandpa John that he does like Eric and all of that." I mean, and this is how I feel about Eric again. I feel like I said this last time, like there's nothing to me on the show that really stands out of like, you know, major red flag. He's a huge douchebag, but I'm just not super on the show. I haven't been super like blown away by him one way or another. And I kind of feel like that might be how grandpa John and her family feels like, you know, yeah. All right. And you know, there's nothing particularly special that he's shown he can offer Gabby in my opinion yeah agreed and I feel like too you know like you were saying the focus was absolutely on her relationship with her family and when you see her dad cry um when talking with Eric when you see then her father and I believe her stepmom after having a conversation with Gabby it was very much focused on like, oh, Gabby's never brought home someone where she's like, this is the one. So it definitely felt like they were there to support Gabby's decision um, and are excited for her. It wasn't so much about Eric. It was more so about Gabby has chosen one person and we're only meeting one. And so we're going to support Gabby and be happy that Gabby is in love. You're right. And, sure. and there's no there's nothing like wrong with that choice. He's not saying, you know, it's like it's like, yeah, 
you know, why? Why not? <laughs> right. Like, again, again, we're not talking if there would be two people here. I would have loved to see Jason's interaction with the family. I'm not sure how that would have gone. I could have. You it know, might not have gone well. I was going to say my my initial thought would be like, oh, Jason would be so quiet. But also he all, he might be the type of person who would be comfortable around a family atmosphere without just the one camera in his face. And maybe he would yeah. shine. <laughs> maybe he would have shown. Yeah so bright he might have and then he i might think, have <laughs> and then i think we might have had a different interaction with gabby's family if there would have been two men there not that i think that they would have been sure. like not this guy definitely this guy For sure. but we would have probably had a different a different interaction yeah i just feel like i don't know i'm just gonna say it i feel like she's settling for him i feel yeah. like she's it's if she was my girlfriend and she asked my opinion, I'd probably be like, I don't know. I think you can do better. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him, but <laughs> that's probably what I would say. It's just. Yeah, agreed. Well, and I also. I'd feel that way more so after seeing what ha transpired on their date in the evening. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's touch on that. Because... I mean, I... Th yeah, how do you feel about this? What yeah, I feel I'm like happened is a mirror of what we saw happen in last episode where when they were on the balcony and she... I forgot about that. Yeah, I when they were on the balcony already. and she said um, uh, something sweet about him and then he's just like so you're confused? And she goes, I'm not confused. And he's like, well, I'm confused. And he did that little switch on her where he was being all romantic. And then mm. all of a sudden he felt like she, he couldn't read her. He flipped the script on her and goes, yeah. actually I'm confused. And I don't even know about this. And yeah. then, and then them on the bridge and her being like, what you're going to, and what I felt like we saw was a pattern that then happened again because they're having all this, romantic cuddly love bug conversation yep. and then yeah. when they go outside gabby gave him what i feel like was a gift she gave him this gift of saying i want to leave with you i want to be with you for forever but i also don't want you to feel any pressure i know there's an expectation at the end of this but i don't want you to feel any pressure yeah. she gave him a gift and then she let it left it off as she's like so like i guess we have to see and then he locked onto that one part and goes, what does that mean, see? Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he did his switch where he's like, well, I want to be with you, but the odds are working against us. And like, maybe we just date in the real world because, mm -hmm. you know, getting engaged before that, that's not how things usually happen. And he did that flip on her after she gave him this gift mm -hmm. of like, oh, yeah. Whatever that is, insecurity, manipulation, I'm not sure. Probably a little combination of both. But that to me was like, man, I, I just feel like that's a pattern of like not being able to, you know, stand firm. Bring it to the table, right? And just like bring it to the table in the conversation in the first place. Like, you know, not having to create this weird, like making her create the pathway for the conversation and stay, instead of just being like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. Like, I just, this has been on my mind. Like, we've never really seen that from him. 
which is oh. just to me like emotional at the at the very root, if not manipulation, then just like emotional immaturity, right? right. Communi- communicative image, Im- immature communication. And that's like go again, hearkening back. Sorry, but Avon to me, you know, he's just the best. But hearkening back to <laughs> the Avon hot seat where when Jesse said, do you have any what ifs? Rachel said, no, Avon in emotional maturity and vulnerability said, yeah, I do have some. It's like within this Eric situation, it's like there's not that, I don't know. There's just, like I said, those moments where he's just locking into the few moments where she kind of leaves it up to him. Mm-hmm. And if she's not saying, I'm so in love with you and beyond a shadow of a doubt, like any moments that that don't have that in it, he kind of, the second he feels like, was that a little... What was that? He then, instead of saying, what do you mean But when you say that? Okay, well, I love you regardless. I'm here for you. Like, wh- what did you mean when you say that? He just flips the script and is just like, well, I don't know if I know either. And maybe I don't want to <laughs> do this. You know, that's that was the vibe. And then when she starts crying and she's like, I don't know if I can talk about this. He literally goes, okay, and just watches her walk away. And that's their fi- yeah. that's their final date together. Leaving it on that. I'm like... If I'm the- and again, meanwhile, then back in the studio audience, we're just seeing her like giggle through it. So I'm like, give me the reality TV where I don't know if they're going to break up or not, uh, people. Unless give me the fucking show back. Unless what if her giggles are like, I can't, no, I can't stand not. him now, and nope. I'm like, be gone. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. Nope, absolutely not. She's like, that's my man. <laughs> that's just how we do it. <laughs> yeah, no. If <laughs> I was pretty- Rachel's friend. Or Rachel's friend. If I was Gabby's friend, I'd be like, um, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a laundry list of here, a laundry list here of concerns that I have if I'm being. I don't know, though. I think this is what's tricky. I, I don't know if I would unless ask my opinion. And I, it, because, you know, a lot of it is not like I, I feel like I have a lot of friends that have this sort of dy- like or a decent amount of friends that have this dynamic in their relationship. I think it's something that I've dealt with in some of my in my relationships as well. I think that's what makes this tricky about Eric is there's no, you know, there's no like there's a problem here in your guys's dynamic. There's just kind of a lot of like, well, that's doesn't it's not my favorite. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sit right in the way that he handled that. But I think that that's. I mean, that's the insidiousness of complacency, right? It's like it's not usually like a major red flag. It's no extreme. It's no major red flag. It's not perfect. So it's like, well, I guess it's it's fine. It's just fine. It should be. And that's magical. all they'll ever be is just fine. Well, they have no real future together in happiness. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, who fucking knows? You know, and that's the thing. Maybe they maybe they stay together, you know, and maybe he gets better at his communication and and goes to therapy and they're yeah, just a dynamic I, duo. I, uh, I sure don't know. I, I mean, again, via via what we've seen of her uh, from the watch party, basically, it seems clear. <laughs> the watch party, but yeah. you know what? I'm just going to tell myself so I don't feel like I know the end. I'm just going to tell myself that she's beaming because she is in Dancing with the Stars rehearsals and she (laughs) is filled with adrenaline and excitement. (laughs) That's why she's so happy. But, you know, I do just really want to say, like, I I was, I am, have certainly, 
I mean, I have been very manipulative and very harmful in my relationship with Gray. You know, he has not been a perfect partner to me. And um, we were pretty terrible partners to each other in the beginning of our relationship. Obviously, a different context. We didn't necessarily choose the commitment as these people do on The Bachelor. But we did, you know, at the same time. So I don't know. And um, and two, I think that that, you know, a lot of us have have done and said really fucked up things in the past, really harmful things in the past that some of which may not have ever come to the surface. I think there's always like it's always a um, I think it's always a growth curve with any of these things with relationships or just like, you know, relationship to the world and other people at large. So um, with that, I'm going to say maybe they are happy and maybe they do have a beautiful future together. And same with Rachel. I hope so. I hope Gabby is happy. I feel like we're already wrapping it up, but it's just like, I already know what's going to happen. They're fucking together. They're fucking together. So as you know. far as relate the relationships go on this, yeah. uh, this last episode, as far as the relationships go, I can take ownership to having been in uh, relationships where I'm manipulative as well. And, and I need to grow and all that. But I will say when I am a viewer, I do always think about the fact that like this is on television and like how it's also the honeymoon phase. And so I'm just saying as, yeah. as a friend, I'd be hyper aware of being like, um, if this is happening now, well, <laughs> well, well, also just also just it's too when you're seeing other guys, when you're seeing guys like Avon, guys like Jason, too, True. where you're like. This man, on the other hand, yes. you know, seems to, well, whatever. Even on the other, hand. <laughs> right, 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 seems to have his, seems to have his shit together. But also, you know, I know people always say like real life is harder than on the show, but also the show does throw you into a very like we were talking about last week or the week before, whenever that was. the The show does throw you into crazy scenarios where someone's dating two or three other people, and you have producers in your ear, and you're you know all of that crazy shit. So. Maybe they're even healthier off. I mean, they've been together if they are together for three months, four months now. Yeah, something like so that. So I don't know. Maybe they're happier and healthier than ever off the show than they were on it. Well, we shall have to wait and see <laughs> until Tuesday, which I believe is a three hour live no. finale. <laughs> Got a laugh to keep from crying. But we're going to find out who The Bachelor is. <laughs> oh, shit. So they're going to do the whole, like, they're probably going to do the thing they usually do where they roll out, like, the first six contestants, oh, you know. Hold on a second. I just had a, I just had a flash of an idea, and I feel distraught by it. Hmm. Do you think that that's the audience interact, the audience interaction part where they plant, you know that they're going to be like, they're random audience members, but they've planted numerous future contestants for The Bachelor in the audience and go, you have an opportunity to be on this show. You're going to meet The Bachelor for the first time tonight. And they have what they normally have, but they're pulling from the audience Genius. and acting Genius. and acting like it's random Genius. audience members. Genius. Yeah. If that's not what they're doing, that's what they, sh they should change up their plan. And that is what they should be doing. <laughs> Yep. And act like all of us at home don't know that they've gone through the scrutiny of the audition process. <laughs> There's this random, yeah. look, look, Belinda, 
a random woman from the audience. Bring her down. <laughs> She's here to meet the bachelor. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I hope it's Avon. You know, I think it will be. I sure I do. hope so. I sure I hope so. I think it will be. I think it will be. <sighs> I will I be so happy. I believe in my heart um, and soul and spirit. Or maybe it'll be Zach, which I'm also fine with. I think Zach will be fine. I mean, I'd prefer Avon, but I think Zach will be. Zach could be. Zach would be fine. Um, I you know? I feel very whatever about Zach if he's the Bachelor. The only then request I, I would fine. have is um, just frequent appearances from Uncle Uncle Pat. That's all that I would. And actually, no, my request would be that Uncle Pat hosts that season of the show because, you know, he's going to be a fire host. <laughs> Dude, that would be they'd have to pay him the big bucks. They'd have to pay him the CH bucks. But that would be good. Jesse would just be absolute panic central. <laughs> Jesse's just Jesse's just out. <laughs> Well, with that, I mean, like I said, bros have their recap tomorrow. Tuesday is going to be an amazing psychic time with Jessica Lynn Yadu. And we will be recapping that three hour finale next week, folks. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Um, well, we love you, broads. And uh, we'll chat soon, broads. Chat soon. <laughs> <laughs>